0: Yesterday morning, Monday, in North Charleston, South Carolina, the rumors were made official and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is joining President Trump in the race for the White House.
1: We cannot have innocent people at risk, police officers getting ambushed and attacked, and seniors locked in their homes from the time the sun goes down until the sun comes up. Joe Biden and the radical left are attacking every single rung of the ladder that helped me climb. And that's why I'm announcing today that I'm running for president of the United States of America! (laughs) Thank you. You see, they're attacking our American values, our schools, our economy, and our security. But not on my watch not on my watch that won't work i cannot stand by while this is done to america she's done too much for me our nation our values and our people are strong but
0: our president is weak i like the fact that tim scott feels the way i do and president trump does as well that America, ha- America has given us so much, we feel like we want to give back. Not to the government, but to the nation, to our fellow countrymen, and do our part to make sure that we have a constitutional republic. And that it works for we the people like it's supposed to. So what's I find interesting here is that uh, Tim Scott ends this portion by saying that We have a weak president. No, Tim Scott, we have an illegitimate president in the Oval Office who's weak because it doesn't matter. He is a puppet anyway. It's really Obama and the George Soros folks who are running the show. So, Tim Scott, also, uh, I had to show this. Some folks are going to say, get over it, BCP, don't be so sensitive. I just find how it's, I found this to be interesting that I'm sure it was a snafu. I'm sure it was just some little error. But here we have yet another black conservative silenced, literally, during his presidential announcement. America is not a nation. Now, for those of you listening on the BCP Podcast Network and are not watching this, just listening to it, there's nothing wrong with your audio. Tim Scott is talking into the mic, but literally is being silenced. There is no volume. There is no audio as he speaks. It's not a nation. This glitch lasts 46 seconds. (laughs)
1: All right, all right. Thank you. Let's see if this one works. All right. Good catch. But under Joe Biden, our nation is not a nation in decline. But under Joe Biden, we have become a nation in
0: retreat. Yes, Senator Scott, we have become a nation in retreat, and that's all by design. 46 seconds to get him a new mic. I know it's no big deal. I just find it interesting that a black conservative on the day of his announcement is silenced for 46 seconds. Okay. Now, how did Trump respond or reply to this? Positively, actually. This is what he truthed out yesterday morning. Good luck to Senator Tim Scott in entering the Republican presidential primary race. It is rapidly loading up with lots of people... And Tim is a big step up from Ron De sanctimonious who is totally unelectable. I got Opportunity Zones done with Tim, a big deal that has been highly successful. Good luck, Tim. So, President Trump showing a lot more sportsmanship uh, and a lot more affable and supportive and less combative with Tim Scott, the senator whom he's worked with, than... Ron DeSantis, who many see as a backstabber and a tool of the Republican establishment, a.k.a. rhinos. Now, I told you back um, in the previous episode that uh, I am 100% on the Trump train, and I remain so. Tim Scott, once again, is a senator, and I like to see governors and executives move into the biggest executive office on the planet does not mean I'm on the Ron DeSantis team. But let's just say all things being equal, this being a normal uh, presidential election year, I, of course it's not, but if this were a normal year and it was down to two people, a Ron DeSantis, a great governor from Florida, or a senator from South Carolina, all things being equal, I'd give my vote to the governor because he's an executive. Now, if they try to and do anything to keep President Trump from running in 2024 and we left with these two choices, I'm not even going to think about that. I'll probably still write in Trump. Yes, I will still write in Trump no matter what. Okay, now of course, let's go to the fake president. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. in Hiroshima yesterday or the last couple days, the day before yesterday, uh, saying some very, very silly things. He's a fake president and he thinks that he's the real president. I mean, he's really the president because even though he wasn't duly elected and the election was rigged in his favor, he was sworn in. The votes were certified and no one's corrected the fact that he's a fake president. So he's still there making horrible policy, ripping us off, enriching himself and others via Ukraine money laundering, enriching the cartels of Mexico and other mafia and criminal elements with human trafficking, and he's doing real damage to America. But he's confused, and he lies, and he likes to take credit for things he didn't even do check this out
2: and what's going on now is the look at the meeting we had here today uh, today and yesterday the quad Did, I, I bet you I would maybe some of you thought it but I doubt many many people in this audience or any other audience would have said that two years after being elected I'd be able to convince India Australia Japan and the United States to form an organization called the Quad to maintain stability in the Indian Ocean and the South China Sea.
0: That's right, Biden. No more the thought of it because you didn't do it. Once again, taking credit for something that President Trump did. So let me show you some tweets here. RNC Research. Quoting Biden, I doubt many people would have said that two years after being elected, I'd be able to convince India, Australia, Japan, and the United States to form an organization called the Quad. RNC Research reminding us, the Quad was reestablished six years ago under President Trump. Once again, this treasonous, traitorous, rat bastard, fake president taking credit for something that President Trump did. Now, I found this to be a very interesting uh, tweet. From an Ajit Dada, India, Japan, Australia, and U.S. came together for the first time in December 2004 as part of a tsunami relief working group. Thereafter, Shinzo Abe and Dick Cheney took the initiative forward and the Quad came about in 2007. Abe was the man who envisioned it. Due to changes of government in Australia and MMS's government's reluctance to take on China, it was disbanded within a year. Thereafter, the stars aligned again with Modi, Trump, and Abe in office at the same time. Australia, too, had realized the Chinese threat by then. The countries regrouped and reestablished Quad 2.0 in 2017. The Quad has achieved many milestones since. My master's thesis was on the Quad, so it's very funny to see an American president who came to office in 2020 take the stage in 2023 and make the claim that he convinced these three other countries to join the platform. There is no limit to the falsehoods that this man spouts. So I don't know this Ajit Dada, but I'm guessing he was accurate and right and honest in his saying that he wrote his thesis on the Quad. How could he write his thesis on the Quad before Biden even made it happen? Was he a time traveler? Was he clairvoyant? Could he see the future? No, let's go with uh, Occam's razor. uh, Let's go to the most simplest explanation for this. And that, of course, is that Joe Biden is lying and taking credit for something he didn't do. Now, someone who has not taken credit Or has been trying to deny something that he did do and the family has been denying that he did do it is hunter biden and his love child who he is still trying to screw out of money also known as child support let me catch you up to what happened over the last several weeks and then give you the update Intense security today as Hunter Biden, the
3: president's embattled son, arrives for a do or die child support hearing. Flanked by secret service agents, Biden is asking for a reduction in the child support he pays for his four-year-old love child, Navy Roberts. There she is right there. The baby mama, former stripper London Roberts, is accusing Biden of hiding his income. He travels the world on the most comfortable airplane in existence, Air Force One. He also has some of the most expensive attorneys on planet Earth. Biden met Roberts in 2017 when she was dancing at a strip club in Washington, D.C. She gave birth to baby Navy in 2018. Hunter initially denied the child was his. I would later
4: challenge in court the woman from Arkansas who had a baby in 2018 and claimed the child was mine. I had no recollection of our encounter.
3: But a DNA test proved that Hunter Biden is the girl's biological father. He now pays $20,000 a month in child support. The hearing today lasted just over an hour. Afterwards, Hunter left by a back entrance and was quickly whisked away in a five-car motorcade.
0: And where did that motorcade go to? We're now finding out. (laughs) This is the update. New York Post tweeted out a few days ago, Hunter Biden cried poverty but still flew to his child support hearing on a private jet for at least $55,000. Fly me a river, uh, John Levine writes for the New York Post. Hunter Biden cried poverty but still flew to his child support hearing on a private jet for at least fifty-five grand. Despite flying to and from the courthouse aboard a luxury private jet owned by his close friend, Kevin Morris. Hunter Biden uh, cried poverty at his Arkansas child support hearing earlier this month. The 2001 Dassault Falcon 50, formerly owned by country singer Brad Paisley, is registered to a company for which Morris is the principal California business records show. The $6 million jet took off from Los Angeles on April 30th, just after 7 a.m., according to flight records, yada, yada. It flew con- cross-country to D.C., where it landed at Dulles Airport. It would picked up. So it flew cross-country to pick up the young Biden and fly him to, uh, to Arkansas. The 7326 uh, round trip likely cost between 55000 to $117,000 all in or the value of up to six months of child support payments to Hunter B- Biden's baby mama, aviation experts told The Post. Of course, he's trying to renegotiate his child support payments to London Roberts, the one-time stripper, And mother of his four-year-old daughter, Navy Joan, who the Biden family refuses to uh, recognize. And I know that they want to put the Biden name on her, but, you know, spare the child. Just put the last name Roberts. Trust me, the Biden name is not going to last long. Okay, let's go back to who should be in the White House. And we've got more new news, and that's why it's called news, right, having to do with President Trump and psycho, uh, I believe to be, fake rape victim, E. Jean Carroll. Now, after she won the $5 million judgment in the civil suit against President Trump, he went on CNN and revealed the following. Her dog, or
4: her cat, was named Vagina. The judge wasn't allowed to put that in. All of these things he would... But with her, they could put in anything. Access Hollywood, put This was a jury of anything.
2: nine people who found right. you liable of sexual abuse. Do you think uh, that, that that will deter women from voting for you? No,
4: I don't think so, because I think the whole thing... Just so you understand. Ready? I... Never met this woman. I never saw
0: this woman. Well, according to E. Jean Carroll, what President Trump said there and the other things he said, if you missed it, President Trump pretty much made the audience laugh about how ridiculously uh, back crap crazy E. Jean Carroll is. And trust me, if I want to go down that road and show you all the wacky things that have come out, pictures, uh, answers to questions and videos that she made. I think it was for Vanity Fair and other things. She's just really nuts. Okay? But... She's also greedy. The $5 million payday, apparently not enough. So if anyone was thinking that she might be a gold digger, well, here's evidence slash proof that she is. CNBC reporting yesterday, breaking news, Trump faces substantial damages claimed from E. Jean Carroll over CNN town hall remarks. The writer E. Jean Carroll on Monday filed court papers seeking, quote, very substantial monetary damages from former President Donald Trump for his scathing remarks about her at a CNN town hall a day after losing a $5 million lawsuit by her earlier this month. Carol is now seeking no less than $10 million from Trump and damages in her original lawsuit. The move came as her lawyers asked a Manhattan federal court judge for permission to amend that first defamation lawsuit, which she lodged against Trump in 2019, to reflect his new statement on CNN about her, which they say, also are defamatory. Just ridiculous. Uh, Does she really have a cat or dog named Vagina? Probably. I don't think President Trump would make that up. They had evidence of that that they could not present to court and they could not present it uh, there, but they're free to do it later, which President Trump did. And President Trump just said, oh yeah, so I fell in love with some six-year-old lady and something that never happened. And now she wants a double payday. Trump's defamatory statements post-verdict show the depths of his malice towards Carroll since it is hard to imagine defamatory conduct that could possibly be more motivated by hatred, ill will, or spite, says a person that just sued President Trump for $5 won and now is whining a second time. This conduct supports a very substantial punitive damages award in Carroll's favor both to punish Trump, deter him from engaging in further defamation, and to deter others from doing the same. Absolutely ridiculous. You know what? And they're so corrupt, they'll probably give it to her. They'll probably give it to her. All right. President Trump files his own lawsuit. Trump Media and Technology, the parent company of the True Social Platform, has taken legal action against the Washington Post, filing a defamation lawsuit seeking a staggering $3.78 billion in damages. The case was filed late Saturday night in Sarasota County, Florida, which alleges that far-left Washington Post published false and defamatory statements about the Truth Social platform, its CEO Devin Nunes, and former President Trump, damaging its reputation and causing a significant financial harm. WEPO has been on a years-long crusade against the uh, the, the Trump media group, characterized by the consumption of relevant information in its possession a bitterly ironic truth for a publication whose motto is democracy dies in darkness, the suit said. Washington Post's latest defamation creates an existential threat uh, causing enormous loss. The media group brings this case to recover special damages to its business and goodwill, actual injury to its name and reputation, and punitive damages for Washington Post's gross misconduct. The lawsuit was filed against the Post, stating it published an egregious hit piece that falsely accused... Uh, Trump media group of securities fraud and other wrongdoings. The lawsuit centers around an article released by the Washington Post which reportedly obtained information from Will Wilkinson, a former employee who also was also the source of the Guardian's false and defamatory money laundering story. Trump Media Technology Group alleges that the article contained inaccuracies and malicious intent to harm the company's interest. On May 13, 2023, Washington Post published an online article with the clickbait title Trunk linked to porn-friendly bank could gain a stake in Trump's truth social. So actual harm, if they came up with $3.78 billion in damages. They can they, they quantify that. If you're new around here or don't know my background, I have a degree in economics and I was hired by Arthur Anderson. I was recruited by them when I was in college. Uh, they made me a nice, very nice offer, which I took. Uh, moved my uh, family to... Los Angeles to work at the Library Tower, now the U.S. Bank Building, I believe, on 6th in downtown Los Angeles to work for a group of economists and auditors and accountants doing damage analysis. So when you see, for instance, the Trump Media and Technology Group suing the Washington Post for three point seven seven eight billion billion, how do they arrive at that figure? That's what I did for a living for several years as an employee of Arthur Andersen. Now, how is E. Jean Carroll hurt? No one even, you know, except unless you read her articles or we into that. She's not a household name like President Trump. Yet she got $5 million from defamation. President Trump's brand and his business is worth a lot more than that. Let's see what happens with that lawsuit. Okay. All right. This week, another thing we got yesterday morning. It was a lot of news uh, yesterday, uh, Monday. And I didn't cover it yesterday because it was... You know, I woke up early to do yesterday's episode. What was that? Uh, Season three, episode 38, episode 338. So by the time we finished, we finished in the mid-morning production of yesterday's episode, then all of this news came out. So a lot of news for a Monday. Breaking. Biden Justice Department formally shut down Clinton Foundation investigation in August of 2021. FBI destroyed all evidence. This is... What Tom Fitton, president of Judicial Watch, who I contribute to every month, said, uh, tweeted out, and he links this New York Times article, Justice Department investigated Clinton Foundation until Trump's final days. President Donald J. Trump and his allies try to cast the Clinton Foundation as corrupt. But the years-long investigation sputtered to its conclusion without charges. Of course, because we had Sessions, who didn't have the balls, the cojones, the brass pair, the chutzpah to go all the way. Matt Whitaker, who said he would do it, was only the interim AG. And then, of course, we got Bill Barr, the cover-upperer for the deep state. But let's just cut to the chase and go to the very last part of this article uh, by the New York Times. Career prosecutors in Little Rock closed the case notifying the FBI's office in two letters in January 2021 but in a toxic atmosphere in which Mr. Trump had long accused the FBI of bias, the top agent Little Rock wanted it known that career prosecutors, not FBI officials, were behind the decision. Of course, who would Little Rock once investigate the Clintons? Unless, of course, they have a death wish. But here we go. In August of 2021, the FBI received what is known as a Declination memo from prosecutors and as a result consider the matter closed quote all of the evidence obtained during the course of this investigation has been returned or otherwise destroyed according to the FBI funny that that comes at the very end of the article when most people do not read the entire article so when President Trump gets back into office in 2024 God willing and voters will willing when he wins in 2024 and goes back into the Oval Office ...on January 25th... uh, sorry, ...excuse me... ...January 20th... ...2025... ...and he has an actual Attorney General... ...that can do something... ...good luck going after Clinton... ...with destroyed evidence. Speaking of destruction... ...what does the deep state perhaps... ...have planned? That's what I ask myself... ...and that's probably what you're asking yourself... ...when you see this headline from CBS News... ...a couple days ago... Senators issued satellite phones, offered demonstrations on upgraded security devices. Hmm, that's interesting. What could be going on here? Well, I think D.C. Drano brings up uh, a pretty good point here in this tweet where he says, Many are worried a cyber attack prior to the 2024 election would be used to justify changes in voting procedures that will benefit Joe Biden. Today, we learned that the U.S. Senators are being issued special satellite phones for this exact scenario. Not good. And what that is referring to is that in this CBS report, it says that uh, the Department of Homeland Security claims the phones are security backstop in the case of an emergency that takes out communications in parts of America. The Department of Homeland Security Advisory said satellite phones are a tool for responding to and corresponding government services in the case of a man-made or natural disaster that wipes out communication. In other words, this report is confirming dozens of senators are being issued taxpayer-funded satellite phones in preparation for some sort of disruptive event. I don't know. Perhaps satellite phones will now uh, increase in popularity, kind of like you want to take stock tips from Nancy Pelosi. You might want to get a satellite phone. Uh, Maybe they're planning some sort of man made or planning a natural disaster or some other disruptive event between now and our general elections next year. All right. Another very interesting tweet from yesterday. Telling you, yesterday was uh, chock full of, of news. This came from Chadwick Moore, who is a biographer for Tucker Carlson. He said, For the last year, I've been writing the definitive biography of Tucker Carlson based on thorough research and 100 plus hours of interviews. But there's some info that can't wait for July 18th. The scoop on why Fox canceled his show. So this is a pretty good promo. He says, watch below and pre-order tuckerthebook.com. Here is why, here is the scoop on why Fox canceled his show, according to Chadwick Moore, the biographer of Tucker Carlson. And
2: then I'll show you Tucker Carlson's
0: reply to this tweet.
2: Hey guys, Chadwick Moore here. I'm the author of a new biography about Tucker Carlson, titled Tucker. I have spent the last year researching and writing this book. And during that time, I've gotten to know Tucker, his family, his friends, and his staff very well. In fact, I've gotten to know Tucker the person, not the caricature, that his enemies try to portray. I was working closely with Tucker when he was taken off the air by Fox. And as some of you know, I was also a regular on his show. And I happened to be a guest on the final episode of the show, which was on April 21st. I've also seen the monologue that Tucker planned to deliver on Monday, April 24th before his show was abruptly taken off the air. That monologue dealt with among other things, investigations around January 6th and particularly Ray Epps, the only person captured on video inciting people to violence at the Capitol that day and allegedly an FBI informant who still has not been arrested or charged. Now folks in a weird way, this is, I don't know, comforting to me, not that he
0: got canned or whatever, but, you know, it, it it shows the coordination here of which I was rolled up in. That the silencers out there put me in the same category, if you will, as Tucker Carlson. What am I talking about? Well, as you heard here, uh, Chadwick Moore informed us that on Monday, the day that they stopped his show, Tucker Carlson's show... Tucker Carlson was going to talk about Ray Epps. Now, why was Ray Epps in the news again? Because on the 23rd, 60 Minutes did a whole uh, puff piece on Ray Epps. On Saturday, on my YouTube channel, I did a report about the upcoming report of Ray Epps. And after YouTube canceled my channel and, and permanently suspended me and terminated me, after they did that, They said it was because of a video I made about Ray Epps, which is interesting because I just was reporting on the fact that Ray Epps was going to have a 60 minutes spot the next day. And I showed the promo, which was like 29 seconds. And because it's CBS News, CBS News always hits you if you use more than 23 seconds. At least they do me. Folks, I have this down to science. I could have 23 second clips of CBS on YouTube before they would hit me with a copyright strike. So I didn't even show the whole 30-second clip. I think I broke it up in two parts. So Tucker Carlson got taken off because of what he was going to air on Monday about Ray Epps. Well, That's part of the reason, as you'll see. But also, I was canned that same uh, day, the 24th. And then after the fact, I got an email from YouTube saying it was because of my Ray Epps video. That uh, it was dangerous conspiracies. Interestingly enough, if you go on YouTube right now, there are several other people still talking about Ray Epps. Their channels are still up. Their videos are still up discussing Ray Epps. But of course, they're not BCP, James the Black sort of Patriot. I don't know. In a weird way, I'm not at Tucker Carlson's level. Don't get get it wrong. I'm not egotistical like that. But I am obviously in some sort of company seeing that I got canned the same day as he did. And we have similar issues with Ray Epps. But anyway, let's go back to the concluding uh, remarks from Chadwick Moore regarding the canning of Tucker Carlson from Fox on that fateful Monday. At least fateful for him and for me.
2: Ironically, a good part of the monologue also dealt with the people and forces that are trying to silence him, like AOC and others in government. It has now been reported that his firing was a condition demanded by Dominion as part of the settlement with Fox. Although Dominion has denied this, my sources have intimate knowledge of the situation and they have assured me, even before this news leaked, that that is in fact the truth. If that is true, it would mean that a small group of people who have a controlling interest in Dominion have managed to silence what is arguably the most important and influential conservative voice in the country, possibly until after the next presidential election. Knowing Tucker's I do, I'm confident that he will not be silenced, as I'm sure all of you are as well. Mr. Moore then goes on to plug the book,
0: which I guess in all fairness, I should play the last few seconds. And I will play the audio of Chadwick Moore plugging the Tucker Carlson book that he authored as I sit here drinking from the BCP podcast mug, plugging our merch, which you can purchase
2: using the link down below. It helps us out. If you're interested in knowing more, if you want to know about who Tucker is, about his history, his passions, and what motivates him. Again, the title of the book is Tucker, and it's available for pre-order now at tuckerthebook.com or wherever books are sold.
0: All right, so what was Tucker Carlson's reaction to his biographer, Chadwick Moore, revealing that? Well, here is Tucker Carlson's tweet reaction yesterday morning to Chadwick Moore. The emoji eyes, or the eyes emoji. Hey, let's ask Google what that means. In texting the eyes emoji... Usually, usually used as a reaction to something attractive, the eyes can also mean that you're curious about something. For example, when you're prying into gossip or any type of information. Now, obviously, Tucker Carlson allowed Chadwick Moore to put this tweet out in marketing the upcoming book, so that should be as no should come as no surprise. In other words, it's confirmation from Tucker Carlson that what Chadwick Moore said is true. And you should be curious to learn more about it by reading the book. Now, of course, Tucker Carlson has been accused of being a conspiracy theorist, as have I. Well, check this out, folks. Check this out. Conspiracies and conspiracy theories. Don't you love it when these conspiracy theories are confirmed by the people involved themselves or the institutions involved themselves. World Economic Forum advisor Yuval Noah Harari took the stage at the Frontiers Forum to share his insights into a wide range of topics, from AI tools to controversial QAnon and Q posts. During his speech in Switzerland, Harari offered his reflections and speculations on AI and the future of humanity. Harari used a controversial QAnon to explore the potential consequences of new AI tools capable of mass producing political manifestos, fake news stories, and even holy scriptures for emerging cults. And of course, QAnon, according to the World Economic Forum advisor and the elitists, is a cult. Hmm. They sure seem to throw that cult label, moniker, on just about everything and anybody that has elements of truth or the whole truth to discredit them. Isn't that interesting? Hmm.
5: About the next U.S. presidential race in 2024 and try to imagine the impact of the new AI tools that can mass produce political manifestos, fake news stories, and even holy scriptures for new cults. In recent years, the politically influential QAnon cult has formed around anonymous online texts known as drops. Now, followers of this cult, which are millions now in the US and the rest of the world, collected, reviewed, and interpreted these drops as some kind of new scripture, so it's a sacred text. Now to the best of our knowledge, all previous q were composed by human beings, and bots only helped to disseminate these texts online. But in future, we might see the first cults and religions in history whose revered texts were written by a non-human intelligence.
0: And because these elitists are godless and they hate scripture, you, he, you see him equating Q posts to scripture, he ends, he ends this portion of his rant with this, which I found to be very interesting and insightful. When I call these people sons and daughters of Satan, do you think I'm kidding? Listen to this.
5: And of course, religions throughout history claimed that their holy books were written by a non-human intelligence. This was never true before. This could become true very, very quickly.
0: Demon Possessed Harari saying that scripture, which of course was written by prophets and apostles, via revelation from God, the Holy Spirit, angels, have never happened before. In other words, non-human intelligence has never produced scripture in the past, but artificial intelligence might do that fooling people. Wow, these people really hate God, scripture, religion. And not to equate President Trump with the former, but they hate President Trump as well, already fear-mongering that AI could sway the election of 2024. Like scripture sways so many moral good, God-fearing people. Sick Satanists abound. And I don't call them elites. I call them elitists. I mean, they do control and have all kinds of worldly power. We can't deny that. Look at the fact that there's no Clinton in jail, there's no Biden in jail, and they're still going after President Trump. So we can't say that they have no power. They have power because we let them, and we haven't done anything about their abuse of power. I hope that changes in the future. That's all I'm saying. But there you go, folks. The godless Satanists and their fear-mongering. Alright, let's talk about a couple more uh, conspiracy theories, if you will. Remember, today's conspiracy theory is tomorrow's truth. Are you worried about the dollar? Are you worried about our fiat currency, the dollar? Well, you wouldn't be the only one. And according to one guest that was on the Triggered podcast of Don Jr., anyone nations are headed to uh, Russia to figure out how they can dump this fake fiat inflationary dollar that is plaguing not just the United States folks, but the world as the reserve currency of the world.
4: Now we're trying to fight a proxy war. For all the wrong reasons, and we're killing the Ukrainian nation. They're down to perhaps 14 to 18 million now from an original population back in January of 2022 of about 34 million. Everyone's left that could go. They've either gone east, almost 2 million into Russia, or 10 million west into Europe. And when you talk to them on the way out, as most of the news media have, they say, Will you go back? Never. Ukraine is the historic breadbasket of Europe. It is enormously productive. It could be the gleaming jewel economically if we had neutralized it. It could be as wealthy and prosperous today as Austria is. That was the model. That's what we should have done. Instead, we got this terrible war, and today Russia is not weak. Russia's military is now larger and stronger than anything that we've seen since the 1980s. Its economy is booming. And as I said earlier, 81 nations are headed to St. Petersburg in June for a major conference. The purpose of which is to bring them into to this larger plan to back currency with gold and the gold in China, the gold in Russia, the gold in India is just the tip of the proverbial iceberg. It's just the beginning. The question is, what do we do? And these people in Washington have no answers. And that's why, the, that's why prices rise, services fall apart, the armed forces are in ruins, our borders are open, and there is no rule of law. We are being destroyed by this regime in Washington.
0: And as I've been saying for years, and you know my little catchphrase, all by design, folks, all by design. Well, obviously, I didn't create the term, you know, by design, but everything we're seeing, the destruction of America from within and from without is all by design. And I want to end with this last one. Uh, this is a statement by Mislav Kolakusik, a member of the European Parliament from Croatia. And he publicly declared what we all know the World Health Organization to actually be. Conspiracy theory? I don't think so. Neither does Mr. Kalakshasek. I'm not even sure if I pronounced that correctly.
6: I would like uh, shortly to, there uh, people from upcoming uh, danger for humanity. The World Health Organization wants all countries to sign an agreement on handing over the authority to declare a pandemic, procure vaccine and drugs. It will be healthier and safer for Humanity to sign agreement with the Colombian drug cartel. They know all about drugs for sure. During the COVID pandemic, World Health Organization only told lies. It should be declared a terroristic organization. They lie that it is a new and no virus, that it is possible to make an effective vaccine, that the vaccine is 82% effective, That is protects against serious illness and deaths, that all, of course, were foolish and lies. Today, World Health Organization is more dangerous for humanity than World Economic Forum. Thank you.
0: I think I want to know more about this guy and and have his name correct because next time I go to the European continent, I'd like to go to Croatia and I'd like to, I'm not a drinker, I don't drink alcohol at all, but I'd like to buy this guy a seltzer and maybe talk and interview him. A European uh, member of parliament saying the World World Health Organization is a terrorist organization and they're worse than even the world. Economic Forum. These elitists are not just our enemies, my fellow brothers and sisters here in America. They are enemies of humanity. Thanks for being here, folks. Appreciate your support. Let other people know about this show. And, uh, you know, since we all have to stay hydrated, I'm I'm not good at this. Just pick up some merch if you want to support the show further. The link is down below. Until tomorrow, ciao, goodbye. God bless. Gotta give us what
1: we want. Ugh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey! <laughs> Our freedom of speech hey. is freedom of death. We, we gotta got fight the power that, be. that, fight, that be. Be. fight the power.